Ah, it takes me back. Yeah, old Club Trev theme, which uh, maybe might be re- might be returning at some point. But uh, it is footy and frothies for those that thought they might have the wrong channel. Uh, we're looking round twenty three preview show, eighteenth of August, twenty twenty one. Daggy Beaver and Ollie with you as always. Look forward to round twenty three. And Barney, let's kick off and look. To- Did you just call me Beaver? You jerk. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's next week's slap. Get that slap out of the way. Daggy the Barnster and uh, Oliver Oliver Teary. So our tipping comp this week, we had 21 people tip the full round out of 41 contestants, and I wasn't one of them. How good. Uh, that's what I get for tipping the Sharks. Polar Bears winning our tipping competition on 135 I think, points. I think you were the 22nd. You were like the only player. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been the only one to get the full round if the Sharks had done what they should have done. Polar Bear with 135 points. Irish Tony with 134. Baz the Brave with 133. Wardy with 132. And Jamie Keith, 131, which rounds out our top five. The Dagster on... 121 points is in 27th position with a full round, jumping ahead of myself in 30th position on 120 points. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can't leave. We can plug PCTC, of course we can, but uh, their spring tipping has already picked off, so you'd be jumping in late, but if you want to jump in late and chase from behind, um, find it on Facebook. Fun story about falling over in the last leg. Uh, my significant other, Mariah, was in the <sighs> racing.com Pick seven, so you, you've got to pick seven in a row and you win $100,000. Uh, and had six in a row coming to the last league at Caulfield at the races. With the favourite? The, fa- the $2.50 favourite, <laughs> like Mexicana, the only one in Australia alive for the full underground. Uh, she was a nervous wreck before the race and it uh, didn't make it to the bend. So <laughs> she's still got a sore hand, but uh, that was our little thrill on Saturday afternoon. Uh, let's get to speaking of little thrills on Saturday afternoon. Uh, no, I did not give her one afterwards, but let's get to Supercoach. <laughs> uh, so we've got Callan and Neil have both had wins this week in the top eight playoff and they have the week off. JT and Michael have been eliminated. So we have Todd versus Mitch, fourth versus fifth. The winner will go through to play Neil. And we have Daggy versus Gavin. Second versus sixth, and the winner of that one will go through to play Callan in the semi-finals. Yeah, what a shame. The second half of our top of our competition is the bottom eight. So we've got Beaver and Lloyd who have both gone through with the week off, winning their their games this weekend. Myself will be playing Shane, so that's me in fourteenth versus eleventh position. We'll play Beaver. And then we have Nick versus Clint, 12th versus 13th. Versus, we'll play Lloyd. Uh, Danon and Fishmonger, who were 15th and 16th, have been eliminated. All four winners in our competition posted 15, 1,500 points plus this weekend. They might have had a few trades left. Hey, Daggy. I'm tipping all of them had Ruben Garrick. <laughs> Quite possibly. And Teddy and Turbo and somebody else, but... Yeah, yeah uh, I did not. People, make yeah. sure you've got trades come round 22 next year. Just just a little tip from myself and the bag stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's uh, any doubt I had the hottest team, but there's none of them left. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I do get the South Centers back this week, so that's something. But uh, I might be out in straight. I might Parramatta and be out in straight sets. 
Uh, perhaps poetically, though, I might resurrect and beat Needles in the final for the championship belt as well because uh, I believe he retained it. That's right. He did retain the belt, has the week off, and will be playing the semi-final against either Todd or Mitch for the weekly belt. Not this week coming, the week following. Yeah, fun and games in Supercoach. Make sure you save your trade. At least one trade. <laughs> At least one. Well, I, yeah, I thought, I, I thought Evan thought I was fine because I had a hot bench and they're all dead as well. I've, I've used my last one this week and I should get 17 and I might get one or two back the week after. But uh. oh, yeah, that, that week the week off would have been absolute gold for me. So I might lose four. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, should we get into a preview? Nothing else to add here? No, not at all. Uh, we kick off Thursday night at 10 to 8 with the Storm taking on the Titans. We got a real glimpse of where the Titans were at last week. Ollie, now they get to take on the Storm. The Cheese has been rested. Fanukin's out. Eremiah's out. Jerome Hughes rested. Justin Ollum gets a rest. Marion Seavey comes into the centres. George Jennings onto the wing. Nico plays seven. Harry Grant gets to play the full game at hooker and uh, Tepe Moroa, Aaron Booth onto the bench for the Titans. Yes, David Feeder has been named to start at 12. Tino's named to start at prop and they've moved Mo. Mo's out. Where's Mo? No Mo. No Mo. No Mo. Uh, and AJ's out for Jaden Campbell to come into uh, Aaron Clark starting hooker. AJ out for Jaden Campbell, as I was saying. Uh, I, the fullback, yeah. Toby Sexton out for Jamal Fogarty. This is a significantly weaker team than they placed fielded last week, in my opinion, Oliver. And do you have any confidence against a somewhat weaker Melbourne? Well, I know what's happened with Mo. He's currently got, no, he's currently gone to the airport. He's going to get on a plane <laughs> over to the England now. I don't know why. He just wants to. <laughs> he just wants to leave. But um, he's going to Catalan. He's going to live in okay. the south of France. Yeah, eat frogs. Like actually, you know. You know, that's what Kyle oh. Flanagan realistically should do with Mulaney retiring. We didn't even touch on that. Keep going yeah. and I'll, we should pay tribute at some point. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm not confident, believe it or not. But I do think it would be very smart if Melbourne gave Ryan Pappenhausen, Josh Adokar, Cameron Munster, Nico Hines, Harry Grant, Jesse Bromwich, Christian Welch, uh, Felice Kafusi, <laughs> Kenneth Bromwich, and... Why not Cooper Johns to uh, a bit of a rest, you know, just the week off, uh, maybe get a plane to the south of France and eat frog's legs. But uh, I can understand the rest of them getting a rest. Probably not Cooper Johns. <laughs> I, 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 I chucked him in there because I had to chuck in someone for the bench. But, um, I think he's played two games. But... <laughs> um, yeah, Melbourne 13 plus, first try scorer. I'll, I'll give it to the Fox because as good as Olam is, he doesn't tend to pass the ball too much. So Foxy will get how, – how many did he score against South? Was it six, six. seven, yeah. six? Well, well, that record might be up for grabs. Actually, well, yeah, it will. Um, and who's going who's gonna to be man of the match really because there's – I'm sorry, I'm just Cooper looking Jones. at this team. It has yeah. to be Munster. Uh, has to be. You'd think it would have to be Munster, yeah. yeah. So I'll go Cam Munster. Um, and at halftime, Corey Thompson will be with Mo in the south of France, I think. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, Melbourne 13 plus – the, they'll expose exactly what Souths did last week, even with their uh, the, this reserve grade team. 
Uh, we're going to see Pappenhausen, I think, get back to somewhere near his best. But you've missed two, the three points to go to. It will be to the wizard, Harry Grant. 80 minutes from dummy half will wreak all sorts of havoc. And he'll probably score the oh, first possibly. try too, just because I said so. Mm. Fine. Yeah, I'm going to guess all 13 plus. Um, I think the points won't actually come on the outside edge. I think they'll come just inside and it's going to be uh, Pappenhausen. I think they need to get him fit. They need to get him involved. And I think they're going to go looking for him consistently. I think he's going to be scoring inside a, a halfback outside of a, well, sorry, inside a back row, outside a halfback consistently on both sides of the field. And he might get six or seven tries in this one. Uh, we've got Storm 13 plus man of the match Munster because he'll be one that we throw on that short ball for Pappy who's running on the outside of either himself or Nico Hines to be scoring consistent tries and he's going to score the first one. And what, oh, sorry, we'll move on, but I just wonder, we didn't even touch on the news in the review show. We need to pay tribute to Jimmy Maloney who's retired. Should we save that to next week or Craig Barrett in now? Oh, uh, well, we can do a proper tribute or whatever next week, but just, a, I guess, an interesting thing to come from it. There's, you know, this talk about Kyle Flanagan possibly going over to Super League. Um, Corey Norman as well has been linked with them. So don't be surprised now if they end up with one of those halves. I think either a Flanagan or Corey Norman next season, but how good would it be for Maloney? I think the Catalans have lost two games so far this year to go on and be the first non-British side to win Super League in history. Um, if he could do that on his way out, that at least he, he, his, his legacy is cemented already, but I think that would just cement it that, oh, absolutely. that bit further, especially over there. But that, that's, that's Just all on your question earlier with Luke, Luke Brooks, how many blokes would give him a team? I reckon as many of those blokes would give James Maloney a team next year yeah, as well. I think so. I think he could come in and fit in exactly the same fucking position as Luke Brooks could. <laughs> and play a full season of NRL next year. After, um, after, sorry to buddy, after Origin 1, I was waiting for Freddie to to give him the call like uh, Wayne Bennett did to Alfie. Like, yeah. yeah. I just, oh, mate. He's obviously a very intelligent bloke, but he's a clown as well. Like, he just knows how footy works. He knows how to... Um, he knows his strengths and weaknesses of every team he's gone into. Um, he, he plays to these strengths and obviously tries to hide his weaknesses. Everyone knows he was a horrible fucking defensive halfback, but he just put himself in front of people. He had the guts and the balls to do what he does. And he, he'd throw a cutout pass to get intercepted and he'd throw it again and it'd be three tries down the same side. Like he just... Absolute larrikin. I absolutely love his personality and the way he played his football. Um, what, what else can you say about him? Like he, he was an ultimate competitor. He was a he was a better, well, a much better than average halfback, and yeah, he was a great football. Yeah, well, um, as I say, Jimmy wins. You could, uh, yeah. you could get <laughs> We get to Friday, six p.m. The Raiders taking on the Seagulls for the Seagulls. Tom Travich has been named. I'd probably be shocked if he played, but like we said, maybe get through this and then give him a couple of weeks off. Um, Moses Suli, who we discussed off air, named it, uh, discussed off air, named at four, and Alloway to power in the starting pack. Uh, the rest look pretty much as per program for for Canberra. Seb Chris comes into the centres for Croker. White stays at six. Tarpany stays. They're pretty much 
what you'd expect with a chance nickel clock start named at 14. No Tom Starling with his injury, who I believe is actually out for this season. We didn't, I didn't mention that. Yes. Um, another injury there. Uh, it's a good game. Better than expected. I still think Manly will do the job if Turbo's playing. Uh, I would probably confidently say 13 plus if Raiders can man up and defend as they have in their better performances the last six weeks. Maybe one to twelve. Uh, I think DCE keeps his dinner suit clean and play his man of the match. And Morgan Harper first try. He didn't get one last week, but he was he played pretty well. Um, just think he can still exploit that edge with the Seb Chris uh, connection there. In lieu of uh, honouring Croker on that side, Barney. <laughs> um, I'm not sure Tom does play. Um, if that whack on his on the plate that he's got in his cheek is strong enough, they might just leave him out for the three weeks. Um, I did mention earlier that I expect him to play, and if he does, it, it'll be 13 plus. But I'm going to go Manly 1 to 12 just because on the back of um, Canberra's consistent effort over the last four to six weeks. Um, I, I think you might find a try come from Ola Katow on the edge, uh, first try scorer. Man of the match, if Manly win, it's going to be DCE. He's the orchestra, he's the puppet master, and he's the one that gets them around the field and gets them to do what they need to do. But I'm expecting a um, an absolute massive... I think this will be a do-or-die effort from Canberra this, in this game. So that's why I've gone Manly 1-12. I'm going to go Manly 13-plus here. Uh, I, I'm going with what's been named for now. I, I don't necessarily expect him to play either, but if Tommy does play a man of the match and, hey... First try scorer. It's got to be Moses Suli, right? Fresh off of robbing the Dragons uh, for next year, reportedly. Um, what are those that, reports, Oliver? Uh, well, those reports are that the Dragons have offered him a three-year deal, and it's believed to be somewhere between sort of your seven hundred, seven fifty to eight hundred k. He he'll be starting at the Dragons next year because uh, they need a an out and out starting centre to go alongside Zach Lomax. But yeah, that's the the mail that's come through and yeah, first try score of 13 plus and Tommy Turbo man of the match. But I just want to ask you something, Dagster, the number 18 for Manly. We've not seen him for a while. How do you pronounce his name? Oh, sorry. What, uh, is this uh it's Gazowski? I've just closed my window. Is, is that it, it is. Yeah. How was, how'd I go? Gazowski? Uh, you didn't get it. It's pronounced Georgievsky, which is weird. Because I was thinking, I was thinking the other week, I was thinking, Jackjetsky. I, I was thinking, yeah, um, Daggy's not grossly mispronounced his name for a while, and he used to do it every week. I was thinking, what's been going on with him? But he's, he's maybe, maybe he'll play fullback. <laughs> That's Jetsky. something to look forward to with GT's mis- mispronounced player names for the season. I, I think we're pretty sure uh, we've got a full seventeen oh, and possibly thirty-five. I th- well, I think we just butchered Olafuatu before, so that's good. <laughs> Probably got a few trainers and strength and conditioning coaches as well. I can say Fasua Mali now, so that's good. Fasua Mali. I'll never forget that week though, where you just completely <laughs> botched Georgievsky, as in it was it wasn't close. You, I think after the G, you just sort of. Isn't it funny how that all coincided with us being at the pub? <laughs> I called him George Costanza at one point. <laughs> he can ski. He can't ski now. <laughs> and the main event on Friday night, and we've got to say, in the last, I guess, month or so, geez, we've been served up with some crackers. 
if nothing else. So it is second place Penrith against third place Souths. I think it basically is the preview of the first round of the finals. Is that right? Yeah, well, who's no going to... Yeah, I don't... But Manly Yeah, these two should... Arik these two will yeah, finish second. Uh, Apicoris, our back for Penrith, as is Kurt Capel. They welcome back... Uh, they have named Fisher Harrison to Vita Pengai on the extended bench. I think they expect Fish at least to play. Yeah. And Souths, and very welcome for my super coach. Welcome back, Alex Johnston, Campbell Graham. <laughs> And Dane Gay Guy, as well as Blake Tuff. Uh, I, I heard TPJ had been named for the reserves, but yeah, he is. Yeah, extended bench. Yeah, Fish Harrison, TPJ on the reserves. As oh, you mean uh, on the in the seventeen? No. In the reserve grade team. Okay, but, okay, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Which reserve grade team? Penrith's reserve grade team. There's no. Are uh, they playing? Are they playing this week? Are they barn? Reggie's been cancelled. No, actually, they're not. Are they? <laughs> I don't uh, know what I'm talking about. Do you know what you're talking about in terms of this game, though? What's going to happen? No, probably not, because I'm going to tip Souths. So, um, tell us why. On the fact, because of the the, the fact of Penrith's rusty attack, um, I, I still think they've got a week or two until they're going to click properly. And um, I don't like Crichton as a winger, and I don't like. Naden as a winger, to be honest. And if they're going to get stripped on the edges, that's where they're going to get stripped. Uh, Souths 1-12 because Souths won't blow them away. I think it's probably going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I expect both teams to score 20-plus points. But I think Souths might just might just have the edge. They've got the, the X-Factors in the trail and Walker, who have been carving it up recently. So um, don't get me wrong, Penrith could come out and stomp Souths, but I can't see it happening. So I'm going to go Souths 1 to 12. I'm going to go man of the match. We'll go with um, Walker just on the back. of He's generally the last bloke who passes it to someone who scores a try. And I think um, the first try will be the Trail Mitchell. I am going to agree with you, David. I, th- in a in somewhat of a turnaround from the last time I met, obviously, but uh, they are going to score. Penrith are going to leak points, and I don't think they're going to score enough to um, catch South. This could be 32 or 36-28 or something, I think, uh, or it could be 32-0. I think I, I, the only thing I'm confident is, is that I, that left edge will score points, and uh, Latrell will be leading that man of the match. And let's just say Colin Matungi, first try scorer. Ooh. Also super keen to see the clash of Cam Murray and Azayu through the middle in uh Probably the clash of the two premier lock forwards of the competition, Oliver. I hope that uh, Kaloa Matangi predictions are part of your disaster class later on. Um, I'm going Penrith by one. Penrith nice. by one. I've been tossing and turning. I'm just going Penrith here. Yeah, there's not going to be much defence in this game. We could possibly see a scoreline of 31 to 30, something like that. Um, I think Nathan Cleary's going to have to be on, which he, he got back into his groove last week relatively well, I thought, uh, by the end of that game. So if he can kick on that from there, he should be right, leading that Penrith side around the park. Um, Momorowski's going to need a huge defensive effort. I've, I've said all year how he can defend as a centre. Well, this is where it, it's going to be crucial uh, pr- pretty much for him to try and stop these blokes. But, um, yeah, Penrith by one, if by chance... 
a TPJ and James Fisher-Harris were to possibly even come off the bench in this one and be added to the side late, then I think that well and truly swings the the advantage to Penrith because then there is that opportunity for a bit of that defensive game and then your chance of slowing South Sydney down a bit is there and it'll make it a hell of a lot easier for Cleary to do his job and therefore the outside backs. But I'm taking it as it is here, Penrith by one. Great call, actually, and stay tuned for our pre-drink show on Saturday because there won't be one because it's Friday night, but perhaps we might do <laughs> one. But um, because if those two play, I will sit in the corner and ponder how I would then tip this game. Actually, all three of us should do the pre-game on the Saturday because the Tigers and the Sharks are playing the first game. That's fine. I'm happy with that. I'll moderate it, and you got you guys can um done can can speak about that game. In well, let's talk about it now. Where they play oh. at three o'clock on a Saturday, Tigers and the Sharks. Uh, so what's happened to these teams here? You can tell the weeks I've done all my prep. We get uh, Jacob Little's out for Jake Simpkin to start at hooker for the Tigers. McKaylee out sees Alex Twal starting lock. Stefano stays on the field and starts to rest his as per program. Sharks keep their team, uh, except they lose Aiden Tolman, which sees Rudolph Wood starting Rudolph. Yeah. at prop. And uh, Magulius at 17. Uh, very interesting looking bench you've got yourself there, Barney. Don't be surprised if you see Billy Magulius fall out of the team and Matt Moylan oh, pushed into say, that where, 17. If Moylan's ever um, going to play again, isn't it? Time he does absolutely, um, or even Metcalf. He probably takes Metcalf's spot to be honest. If he's going to come in, um, and that's my take on this game to be honest. I think the the interchange bench has got a little bit more over the, the Tigers uh, interchange bench. I think both teams are going to try and play it through the middle uh, when they really should both be playing out to their outside edges because they should. This game should just be a game of touch footy. And it should be 40 plays 41 or 42 or whatever it is because that's where they're going to score their points because they're not going to score points through the middle. But they're going to bash the crap out of each other in the middle and it's probably going to be a dour, uninteresting game and it'll be 16-18 and someone's going to take an opportunity and someone's not. <laughs> and <laughs> the only reason I'm going to tip somebody is because I'm a Sharks supporter, so I'm going to tip Sharks 1-12. to And I think Kennedy will be a man of the match because I think it, looking through that lineup, if you're looking for an X factor, Kennedy's probably the X factor shown throughout the season apart from Dewey. So you toss up between Dewey or Kennedy for man of the match. And first try scorer, uh, Ronaldo Mulatai. Yeah, if he's recovered from his knockout for the last week. Kennedy still doesn't get enough ball, I think, as he should in that team. He doesn't get involved, and not necessarily his fault by any means, but I don't know. He's always he's there looking for it. Yeah, they just, just don't give it, it to him. Um, I thought after last Saturday, I there's no way I could possibly tip the Tigers in his game, but then I watched the Sunday game, uh, and <laughs> I, think, I think the Sharks probably have 16 points in them, and I'm hoping the Tigers have... 20 points 20? in them. Yeah. Uh, and the difference would be Adam cool. Dewey and the difference would be the Ford pack uh, of Tukumanu and that. Whereas I think, I think they're just edging in terms of, like I said, Tukumanu hot, uh, Tamao back and Twile starting and he's been pretty good last month or so as well. In a, in a Dower game, I think it'd be a shit game and um, probably yeah. last try wins or last penalty wins. 
yeah, something like 20 to 16, at no confidence or end, first try will be, oh, let's say Kenny Mamalo because he's been doing it a bit lately. Ollie? This game's actually a big one, especially for the Sharks because... It's sudden death it, for both teams. No, well, Sharks are dead. They're both fucked. No, both, uh, I'm not saying they're going to win Neither of them are going to make the eight, but uh, <laughs> this no. is their final chance. Yeah. And what are the Tigers good at? Fucking up their final chance. Yeah, remember that game we had to win the last game and Paul Gallen kicked a field goal? Remember that game? Yeah, oh, I remember that game. Well, anyway. No, a much, I've got a much more important reason as to why right. the Sharks need to win this game. Go ahead. Out of our teams, our three teams, the footy and froffies teams, the Titans have beaten the Tigers and lost to the Sharks. Okay. So... Thus far, the Titans have one win. The the Tiger the the Titans have one win. The Sharks have one win. The Tigers haven't beaten neither of them. If the Sharks win this, Ooh. they take bragging rights. Well, at least you take bragging rights, I guess, for this year out of our three teams. If the Tigers win, it's a very underwhelming three-way draw, <laughs> which, to be honest, probably deserves to be the case. But <laughs> yeah, cr- that the only people anyone could possibly yeah. give a shit about is the three of us, and even it's I don't. Know, it's only I'm dubious on Barney. Yes. <laughs> but you know what, Barney? No, if the Sharks win this one, at least then you can take some little semblance of a silver lining out of this season that that you beat beat both of our teams. And, and you then know we what? can be the Tigers and finish ninth. <laughs> Well, you know what, Barney? I do want you to have that little bit of happiness in your life. Oh, tip your boys nice. one to twelve here. You know, purely for that reason. And first try scorer will be. I'm going to go Mamalo to score the first try anyway. The Tigers to get off to a an early lead and man of the match. I'm going to say Britton Nakora if he pulls his finger out and plays like he he can. Indeed, he can. Can you tell us the other uh, rumor you heard before we came on air? What rumour? In regards to the Tigers. Oh, well, the Daily Telegraph have now reported that the Tigers are looking to sign Luke Thompson, who is available to negotiate with rival clubs come November 1st. So I take it Madge has got the contract ready. He's just waiting to pop it in front of him on November 1st and possibly have Thompson push it straight back or sign it as fast as he can to get away from the Bulldogs. (laughs) It is very clever to go after a player from the Bulldogs because the only way is up. So so, uh, very smart from Madge. Don't look higher, look lower. All right, speaking of which, we get to see aforementioned Luke Thompson return to the field (laughs) against Newcastle, along with Jackson Topine, who is no, yeah, he's in the team. He is back uh, at hooker, and Ryan James starts prop as well. Uh, Cole Flanagan named at seven once more for his um, seventh return to first grade. Corey Allen back on the wing. And for Newcastle, they look pretty much as they normally would. Uh, Yeah, nothing to report there. Uh, so there is two to report, actually, I'll tell a lie. Brody Jones plays second row for Tyson Frizzell, and uh, Jake uh, David Clammer and Jacob Saifidi are the starting props because David's out with his MCL. Barney, what are you doing here? I'm going to go um, Knights 1-12 to 12 just because I've got no confidence in the attack that they produced last week, and um, if they get into a forward battle with the Bulldogs, um, they're... They'll be lucky to get out of it alive, to be honest, because I know that their forward pack's been okay, but it hasn't been much of it's not much of a better match than what the Bulldogs are going to serve up here, because Josh Jackson will make eighty-five tackles and it'll be fine. 
So I'm going to go Knights 1-12. to 12. Man of the match is going to be Ponga because he's going to be the bloke who sets up a try and probably scores one and will be the difference in the game. And I'm going to go Tuala to score the first try on that left-hand edge because that's generally where they go when they're looking for points. Uh, I'll have what he's having. Newcastle, I'm actually no 13-plus, <laughs> but it, it won't be. A, it'll be a 22-4 game. Uh, Ponga will be involved in a lot of them, and Tua, uh, yeah, Tuala will score the first try because he's been doing a lot because that's where they play. Uh, I don't want to talk about this game ever again. <laughs> Ollie. I'm going Newcastle 1-12 to 12 in a very sort of underwhelming game. It'd be very nice if the Bulldogs won this one because any game Newcastle loses from here on out is good for the Titans. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, Newcastle 1-12... to 12. Um, who's going to be my first try scorer? I'm going to go with Bradman Best and man of the match. I will say, I'm going to say David Clement will have a huge game against his former club. And hopefully by the end of this one, um, Pong is fed up to the point, obviously losing uh, Connor Watson next year. Hopefully he's fed up to the point where he sits out next week. Um, that'd be nice if Ponga could do that, sit out next week against the Titans because he's upset about only beating the Bulldogs by 12 here. And during the game, I am predicting Luke Thompson to try and convince David Klamer that he wants to come back to the Bulldogs so that they can do a swap. We get to the main, ev- <laughs> the main event. Sorry. Um, I'm just going to move on from that. The Eels taking on the Cowboys. The now sixth place Eels taking on the Cowboys. Uh, Will Penasini into the centres. Hayes Dunster onto the wing. Sean Lane into the starting back row alongside Niakore. And uh, Makatoa keeps his bench spot. Hammer and Jason Tamalola named on an extended bench. Ruben Cotter named at 14. When was the last time we saw Ruben Cotter? It was earlier this year. He had one yeah. or two games this year, yeah, but not many. It was a blast. I was like, hang on. Uh, anyway. And then before that, he was at Newcastle, I'm pretty sure. But. Look, I don't. I can't have much confidence in this game, but I think this is the uh, the clean-out Parramatta need. I think they'll win 13-plus because they'll do enough against this awful team to at least score 13 points. <laughs> uh, Gutho will wake up, Moses will wake up and probably have a A-grade Mitch Moses game. So he'll be mad the match and uh, or even the match and we'll say Maka first try score. He's been quite quite out there and maybe getting another centre. We'll, we'll pass the ball to him. We'll give him an opportunity to score a try, Ollie. And the match. In a weird way, for the rest of the year, this is the most important game Para will play. It is must win. Because we're obviously at the point where, you know, para dropping right off, they're in the media, there's a lot of pressure on um on Brad Arthur. But if they lose to this Cowboys team, oh, it, it. it well, it genuinely could be bye bye Brad Arthur. I don't think they'll sack him on the spot or anything, but this could be where the the straw in the camp what am I trying to say? This could be where the this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back for Parramatta's board and they decide we're going to move on from Brad Arthur after this year if they lose to this woeful Cowboys team and this woeful Cowboys team well I, I don't really see where they go from here um, Jason Tamalolo's been named on the extended bench and that's probably one of the best things that's happened um, 
to the Cowboys for the past two months. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to still say one to 12 though. Um, I feel like this could be close and the Cowboys, they put in a, not the best performance, but they lost one to 12 to Melbourne. So they're, they're able to lose one to 12 to this Parramatta side, I think. Um, first try scorer. I'm even going to go um, Carl Felt to get the first try. The Cowboys to get in there early, but I'm going to say man of the match is Mitchell Moses. David? Well, to me, I don't, I don't understand how Tamalolo's back one week after breaking his hand, where both times he's broken his hand earlier this year, it's been four weeks both times. So I really don't understand what's going on there with him breaking his, his hands hand and punching walls. I know, exact, I know exactly why. He couldn't get a ticket to the south of France quick enough this time around. So he's <laughs> he's come back from the airport. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll be on the extended bench. How about that? Um. If Parramatta are realistically a top eight team, they should win this 13 plus. And if they don't, that just speaks volumes about where they're at going into the back end of this year. Um, I've got Parramatta 13 plus just because I think their forward pack will uh, do an absolute waltz over this forward pack that they're coming up against. Um, I wanted to have Papali'i man of the match and first try scorer, but he's playing in the middle and not on the edge. So, I'm still going to go in for man of the match because I think he's just going to rip and tear and absolutely destroy this forward pack. But I'm going to go Sean Lane in his position out on that left edge to score the first try because I'm pretty sure that's where they're going to continually go and just attack that same spot for the entire night. And Sean Lane might even get a hat trick. Yeah, haven't they just forgotten about Sean Lane? Last year he was one of their better players. Mm. And he's uh, just not doing much at all this year. Anyway... Let's well, the start of this year is pretty poor, to be honest. That's true. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's get to Sunday where the Dragons take on the Roosters at Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Uh, McCulloch, Laurie and Jared Beal are out, uh, which sees DeBellin back to the front row. Maguire at hooker. Kate Ellis, the other starting prop. Tarek Sims will play lock. Daniel Elvaro, Ollie's man, comes. Ollie's uh, prediction for prop of the year comes onto the bench. Almost improved. Almost, I thought it was proper the year. Uh, it's still Radley, sure it's proper the year. <laughs> Radley out for the Roosters, which sees Takiaho and uh, Wirahagos into the starting lineup. Uh, Isaac Liu playing thirteen. Ben Thomas named on the interchange bench. Ben Marshke an extended bench. Fun. Same as I just said about Parramatta, mate. If um, the Roosters don't put the Dragons away 13 plus. Uh, I'll be very, very surprised. The Dragons have been absolutely woeful the last couple of weeks. There's no Ben Hunt there to get him around the field. Clune, who was their next best option, has been moved out of the team and back into the reserves. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Amon and Corey Norman get you around the field and get you a win in this game. Um, on the back of Absolute forward dominance and just dominance in every position on the field. Sam Walker should be able to run a muck and be man of the match. And Teddy's going to be first try scorer. Actually, Teddy's going to be man of the match and first try scorer. Roosters 13 plus. Ollie? I am going to go the Roosters 13 plus here. Isn't it funny? These two play in the Anzac game every year. Usually get a huge crowd. A lot of people call it the biggest regular season game of the year but then completely forget that they got to play 
again in an insignificant, just absolute shitter of a game. And yeah, this one, um, this one's not going to be a classic, folks. Th- these two teams aren't both in their primes like they were in '75, playing in the grand final against each other, or even 2010. No, uh, the Roosters are going to beast this Dragons team. Well, I'm going to agree with Teddy, first try scorer man of the match, but he won't be looking to go to the south of France because he's actually got teammates around him who give a shit, put in a bit of an effort, and help him out. Aye, aye. Uh, aye, yeah, 30 aye. plus. <laughs> Not much to add. Teddy will be man of the match. He'll uh, run, he might even run right here. And our first try score will be Daniel Tupo off a Sam Walker rainbow ball. Uh, yeah, you've covered everything. Nice. They're a better team, and they will win as such. Uh, but how much isn't it sad that I love rugby league enough that I even look forward to the shitters of games because they amuse me so much? <laughs> like this one coming, yeah, it's like this one coming, except for the Tigers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brisbane and Warriors clash here. Bailey Simmons, uh, Bailey Simmonson, Bailey Sirenen is back for at lock for the Warriors. Uh, they also welcome back Chad Townsend and Dallin to uh, Mateni Mazesniak. There's one for the. DWC. Chad's on the extended bench. Gamble and Xavier Willison out. Milford and Albert Kelly. Another half combination. Oh, Kelly. For the Broncos. Yes. Uh, Ethan Bullymore back on the interchange bench, as well as is David Mead playing 14 for some reason, known only to their coach. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Neither do I. <laughs> I really Ollie, don't what are you like gonna this do? Game. Oh, well, well, first of all, wouldn't it be funny if after all this time trying to find the perfect halves combination and the best way to get something out of Milford is if this it is was it. Albert Kelly. It, it was Albert <laughs> Kelly, and now they've lost him to South next year, but they've spent all this time. Now they finally got rid of him. And now they finally found the perfect match. I'm not predicting that. No, no, to be honest, what you're saying, man, like the way that they match up, Albert Kelly seems like he would be a pretty good foil for Anthony Milford. If Milford wants to have a crack and run the ball. Yes. Yes. But we can't guarantee that. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go the Warriors 1-12 to here because they have won a few games in recent weeks, but it's pretty much a toss of the coin. Um, Man of the match is going to be Adam Fanua Blake. Him going up against Payne Haas might be the four-pack battle of the season. Pretty close to it. What has been a good season for four-pack battle, so we can at least look forward to that. But, yeah, the Warriors 1-12. to Man of the match has got to be Fanua Blake and first try scorer Adam Pompey. Why not? Yeah, why not indeed, Barney? Mate... I've been actually impressed from the, with the Broncos in their, their output of effort for the last couple of weeks. I know their execution hasn't been great, but the effort they've put in for probably the last two or three weeks has been outstanding. And um, I think they might even just get the Warriors on the back of the effort in this game. I think the Warriors have probably reached a position where they're sort of like, uh, we could give or take this game. Fanua Blake, Curran are going to put in, so is Aiken, but... I, th- I think there might be just a little bit more, you know. As I said, the the Broncos' backs were were less than impressive last week, but they've got a little bit of flair there compared to your blokes like Peter Heku, uh, Marcelo Montoya. You put them up against Selwyn Cobo and Herbie Farnworth. Like, 
I know it's young blokes coming up against some older blokes that have been around for a while, but I, I, I'm expecting these young blokes to actually give give the outside backs for the Warriors a bit of a bath, to be honest. And I think I'm actually I'm only going to go one to twelve, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos win this thirteen plus. I think their outside backs will expose the Warriors' outside backs, and um, the Broncos' forward pack will do enough to. I think they'll even win the middle, to be honest. Especially Payne Haas could win the middle on his own if Adam Fanua Blake doesn't have a big game. So I'm going to go Broncos 1-12. to I'm going to go Albert Kelly, man of the match, because um, every game he's played this year, he's been impressive. If you know, He's had maybe one or two games where he wasn't, but the majority of the time he's, um, he's actually been quite impressive considering how old he is and where he's come from and what he's doing now. And I'm going to go first try scorer Selwyn Cobbo because to me he looks like a young kid is could be anything three or four years from now. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tip the Warriors only because uh, every time I tip the Broncos on the back of effort, they are atrocious and <laughs> let me down. So I have no reason not to tip Brisbane because I agree with what you've said, Van. Apart from the fact that they won't do it two weeks in a row. Um, Fanua Blake, man, the match. We've you know, we'll, not saying necessarily win that battle, but to do enough to keep Warriors in that game. And uh, Albert Pompey, uh, Albert. Adam Pompey, first try scorer. And that wraps up our preview, and we will wrap up the show with the disaster class. Yes, so we all lost last week, which what? is... You're kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm <need> to do that. <laughs> Darn. So Adrian's actually slipped down now to a positive of $595. Damn it. Myself at minus $461.25. And Ollie is minus $1,050. All right. I'm going to just uh, play a nice straight back, as you know I always do, Barney. And uh, going to have... Yeah, it's going to be 50, but 45 on Manly, the Storm, the Knights, the Eels, and the Roosters, all to win head-to-head. That's paying $2.70. And just for Ollie, five dollars on Colin Matungi first try score at twenty six dollars. Barney, what five dollars at what twenty sixes? That's on Ladbrokes, so you probably nice. find better elsewhere. But yeah, so let's say twenty six. Ollie, beautiful. Well, I feel that um, tonight we've had we've had a theme throughout the show. He's popped up here, there, everywhere. It's it's the returning man for the Bulldogs, Luke Thompson. Sorry, possible future. West Tiger, Luke Thompson. So I think I've got to chuck him in as first try scorer. And I know I didn't tip it, but Bulldogs 1-12 to 12 to go with that. All righty. Yeah. That'd be a good price. Uh, it'd be, yeah, let's say 50s into fives. 50s into probably fives, yeah. Probably getting the best part of 10 grand for that. But uh, at least so. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Pappy anytime try scorer, Saab and Burton. That'll get you four dollars fifty. I'm gonna have twenty dollars on that. In the Tigers versus Sharks game, I'm gonna have Mamalo, Luciano, Brenton Nakora, and Ronaldo Militano all to score a try. That'll get you forty-seven dollars fifty. Wow. I'm gonna have ten dollars on that. And then my last bet will be Ponga, Tuala, and Best all to score in the Newcastle game. That's four dollars, and I'm gonna have twenty dollars on that. Very good. Good job, boys. Uh, we will take care, everyone. Stay safe in lockdown uh, all around Australia. There's not much to do, but sit back and watch the footy and the races on a Saturday. Stay safe. Reach out to a friend. Check in. 
do all the good stuff, uh, and hopefully we can get back to the pub at some point in uh, 2022. And uh, otherwise, boys, we will uh, we'll see you on Saturday for our Zoom beers, and we will we talk will. shortly. Really I never said it. You're my silver whiskey and